if you are with a below bare minimum low effort man, you're gonna have to provide for your family too, on top of everything that you already do and give. You will not have the choice. And as much as a lot of people want to brainwash us into thinking that is empowering, that is not female empowerment. It is true, however, that there is risk in being a spoiled girly. And sometimes all you can do is have faith. But there's also ways to mitigate that risk. And it's by arming yourself with the confidence, the financial knowledge, the discipline, and the community to financially secure yourself. All these things we learned from Mrs. Watanabe. Hey, bestie. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I am revealing my long-hidden agenda. You know how I always start classes with Welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group where we talk about how to get that bag which is dating a provider man while also securing your own bag which is securing yourself financially, making your own money. Now all the negative Nancys, no nuance Nellies will tell you that that is a load of BS because they would rather lash out at the world to justify their poor dating and personal choices. But us spoiled girlies know better. And I am telling you that getting that bag while securing your own bag is not impossible, nor is it anything new. On today's episode, we are talking about Mrs. Watanabe, the modern Proverbs 31 woman. From her, we will learn how we can live our best spoiled girly lives while being financially secure. And it all has to do with faith in yourself, financial knowledge, discipline, and community. We're going to put extra emphasis on community because us spoiled girlies, we need to get on this train, okay? And when we all get on this train as a community, it'll be revolutionary. I know it's a lot to take in, but it'll all make sense. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. Let's start with this video about family money management. You have to internalize this for the rest of the video to make sense. Did you know that about 75% of all salary men in Japan give away all their money to their wife? And this fact is especially true for upper middle class families in Japan where wives bear the responsibility related to house and children and men bear the responsibility of making money. The practice is called akazuke or basically pocket money but the main point is that money is given to someone else who controls it. You see salary men in Japan often spend long hours at work and socialize throughout the night with customers and co-workers. And without a tight budget, these men used to spend all their money on nights out. This is why Japanese wives almost always control the household budget. They ensure that the family runs efficiently and tuck that money away for rainy days. Basically, the husband gives his paycheck to his wife and he gets an allowance in return. For example, a man who makes $125,000 a year might only get $375 per month as an allowance. This is barely enough money to go out once a week in Tokyo and some of these salarymen go out 3-4 times a week. Their secret is a corporate expense account and salarymen in top positions often have a sizable amount. And for men who are not in such a good position, going out for a lunch or grabbing a beer is pretty much unthinkable. Instead, they often bring bento box lunches from home. I got a lot of comments about how it's dangerous for a woman to be financially dependent on a man, that it can lead to financial mistreatment, and I absolutely do not discount that. I know that that happens, but in my brain, growing up in this culture where the woman is heavily involved in the money management, I'm like, how is that going to happen? And I know that it is true that women do get financial mistreatment when in provider relationships with men, and women do get financial mistreatment even in 50-50 relationships with men. And I would warrant that 50-50 relationships is inherently financial mistreatment towards a woman, or relationships where a woman provides for a man is inherently mistreating that woman. 
because she's already giving and doing so much and she has to pay for everything too. And if you think that's empowering, you have been brainwashed into devaluing your own labor, your own gifts and yourself. And I need you to wake up, okay? Bestie, wake up. It is true that there is an inherent risk whenever you are in a provider relationship with a man because it does open you up to financial exploitation, financial mistreatment, and that's how it is. But this video is going to mitigate that risk so that we can be financially secured, spoiled girlies. Okay, nothing in the world is guaranteed. Nothing is 100% effective. You just wanna increase your odds by playing your cards right. That's it. Back to the topic, in a lot of Asian cultures, obviously not all Asian cultures, but it's common, okay, in Asian cultures for the man to make the money and then the man's paycheck goes into the family bank account and then the woman takes care of the saving, the investing, the spending, the budgeting, all of that. So when I make content about being in a provider relationship with the man, that is with a caveat that the woman will be the money manager in the relationship or at least co-money manager in the relationship. And I thought it was so basic that the woman would be involved in money management that I didn't even bother to like add that as a caveat. Like, okay, you're gonna be with a provider man with that caveat. And so people assumed that women would just be so far removed from the family money, so far removed from the finances. And that is absolutely not the vibe in the Spoiled Girly Support Group. It is unfathomable that you wouldn't even have your money on the water bill or that you wouldn't have access to the bank accounts, the investment accounts, that you wouldn't be tracking your investments or that you wouldn't be involved in just the overall flow of money, budgeting, this and that. Like, I know it's cute when you see on TikTok that all these spoiled girlfriends, spoiled housewives only have a credit card and that's it, but that's not cute, okay? That's scary to not be involved in the money management activities in your household. That's scary, and that is why it is my goal in the Spoiled Girl Support Group to arm you with the confidence, with the knowledge, with the discipline, and the community to financially secure yourself, okay? That's the vibe. A lot of the problems and the risks that come with provider relationships can be mitigated by arming women with the confidence, the financial knowledge, the discipline, and the community to financially secure themselves and to enrich their families. Okay, that's the vibe. When you are married to someone, that is a business. A marriage is a business. A marriage license is a business contract. And there's a lot of benefits that come with marriage. We already talked about it in this class, about how married couples in general are four times more wealthy than non-married couples. There's a lot of benefits. And that's because you get to make long-term decisions with someone. And what do we always say about long-term decisions? Whenever it comes to money, long-term decisions are best. And that's why married couples are richer than non-married couples. Back to the topic, I know it's not sexy or soft life vibes to talk about money with your partner or even learn about money. Like a lot of it is confusing, but there's so much content out there that makes money management, personal finance so much more accessible. Like my favorite is Your Rich BFF. I like her daily digestible short form videos. There's Personal Finance Club who we always reference around here. I think their stuff is pretty good. I mean, do I agree with all of the content all of these creators make? Not really, but if you just wanna like dip your toes into the personal finance world, it's actually pretty cool. And it's not as daunting as you think it is. 
so yeah, as much as it is cute and soft life vibes to only have your authorized user credit card from your husband, your boyfriend, you can do better than that, okay? You can have that and everything else. You will have even more space for the soft life vibes if you know like truly that you're financially secure, that you have everything handled, like you will have even more space for that. Back to the topic, we're gonna be exploring Japanese money culture apparently. And I just wanna let you know that we are not upholding any one culture here as the best culture. Because we all know Japanese culture is not perfect. No culture is perfect. Japanese culture has its downsides. And most recent in our social media consciousness is Japanese cheating culture being generally accepted. That is not the vibe, okay? So in the Spoiled Girly Support Group, we are all about learning from others. Take what applies and leave what doesn't. If you think it's giving, picking, and choosing, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's picking and choosing. Japanese culture, Asian cultures, American culture, Western cultures, none of them are perfect, but as avid students of life, we take what applies and leave what doesn't. We're going to pick and choose, okay? While we're on the topic of Japanese culture, let's talk about Mrs. Watanabe and what she has to teach us about how to secure your own bag. Mrs. Watanabe represents the collective of Japanese housewives who, in addition to managing their household finances, have also become influential players in the financial market. Specifically, they're known for their engagement in the carry trade. Spoiler alert, many Japanese housewives saw their portfolios crash in 2007 when the Japanese yen fell to all-time lows, and even more in 2008 with the global financial crisis. It was not a fun time for Mrs. Watanabe, but she recovered and is now vibing and thriving and glowing. So much so that it's been rumored that Wall Street analysts are now tracking Mrs. Watanabe's trades. This is a lesson on expanding your mindset so that we can learn from Mrs. Watanabe on how to financially secure yourself as a spoiled girly. Whether you choose to work, work a little, or not at all, you have the choice. Women are at a disadvantage when it comes to engagement in the traditional workforce, simply because we bear the burdens of procreation and caregiving. If you are with a below bare minimum low effort man, you're gonna have to provide for your family too, on top of everything that you already do and give. You will not have the choice. And as much as a lot of people wanna brainwash us into thinking that is empowering, that is not female empowerment. It is true, however, that there is risk in being a spoiled girly. And sometimes all you can do is have faith. But there's also ways to mitigate that risk. And it's by arming yourself with the confidence, the financial knowledge, the discipline, and the community to financially secure yourself. All these things we learned from Mrs. Watanabe. The story of Japanese housewives outsmarting global finance offers several valuable lessons. Number one, financial education is empowering. Number two, discipline and patience pay off. Number three, adaptability in a changing world. And number four, community and collaboration. The first three points are pretty obvious, but I am more excited about the last part community and collaboration. Here's the tea. Apparently, Mrs. Watanabe, which is a cohort of Japanese housewives, they meet up with other housewives frequently and discuss financial markets over mom groups on social media, creating a Wall Street bets effect, but with moms. Some background, Wall Street bets is this subreddit talking about trading. They went really big during the GameStop Dogecoin era and it's just where people gather to discuss their trades. People post their due diligence. A lot of people find value in it, but a lot of people say that 
if Mrs. Watanabe followed Wall Street bets, divorces would go to the moon. Anyway, the Mrs. Watanabes of Japan, they have this community vibe where they talk to each other about money and stocks and investing. And I'd like us to start doing that with our in real life girlfriends. Not to pat myself on the back, but I've inspired my girlfriends to open retirement accounts. We talk about our trades. We talk about just like all these business things. And it's just so nice to have a group of spoiled girly girlfriends who are committed to financially securing themselves while being able to enjoy the things that you choose to do because you gave yourself the choice, because you made choices that expanded your choices. I think it's a beautiful thing and I'd love to see more of that in our collective spoiled girly consciousness because I think we get really influenced by, you know, the soft life aesthetic online. It is cute. I will not discount that. It is cute. It is vibes. But what you don't see behind that is all the work, all the not sexy stuff that you had to learn all the not sexy stuff you had to do, all the not sexy stuff you had to talk about with people, your partner and your girlfriends. Like, I know a lot of people are uncomfortable with talking about money, but information is power. And I know it's taboo to talk about with a lot of people, but it really helps to talk about it with your very close girlfriends because that is discrete information sharing when you can talk about your problems or you can share your opportunities and when you do talk about your problems they might have a solution for that because they already went through it like you know what i'm talking about like you all just need to talk to each other okay that's the vibe like i love having our online community but i cannot emphasize enough why you need in real life spoiled girly girlfriends because it is such a beautiful thing and i know the reason why this space on the internet is gaining so much traction and getting a lot of girlies to subscribe, subscribe. When I first started becoming a spoiled girly, I mean, I've always been, I relapsed a little into Pikmisha activities, but I'm back. Is how weird it was being in this general culture of, I have to prove that I'm an equal to a man and being so morally opposed to being provided for a man that you assume that when a man does provide for you, you're completely 100% absolutely helpless. You know, you can have the best of both worlds, right? You can have your cake and eat it too. And I think a lot of women get so turned off by expressing vulnerability that they fail to realize that you can have safety nets for yourself that will allow yourself to be even more vulnerable with someone. So I think we just need to get that like physical negative reaction when it comes to being provided for by a man. It is not all soft life, not all sexy, like, you know, like that vibe. It's not all that. There's a lot of things in the background that will allow you to live a truly soft life. And a lot of it has to do with financially securing yourself. And let's say that you don't have a lot of money to invest. Invest in yourself. You are your best investment. So get your education up and you don't have to go to college. I know college is expensive, but you can learn a trade. You can build up your skills. Back to the topic, beautiful things happen when women get together. Beautiful, pro-women things happen when women get together. That's why gossip has been demonized by men throughout the ages. You know why? Because gossip is discrete information sharing women use to protect each other. 
And I can tell you now that a lot of what I know about being a financially secured spoiled girly, I learned from the spoiled girlies that have come before me. Family, obviously, but also friends. Each geographical area has its own unique financial systems, tax codes, laws, all of that stuff. So it's best to learn from the women who live where you live. The things that apply to community property states are not the same things that apply to non-community property states. The things that apply in common law marriage states are not the same things that apply in non-common law marriage states. You need to make spoiled girly girlfriends where you live. The Mrs. Watanabes are so successful because they engage in discrete information sharing. They have community and collaboration. Now, you don't have to be a sophisticated investor to start with this. You can open your IRA account or a spousal IRA account if you don't work. Your husband can invest funds for you. And if you're working, what are you waiting for? We already covered step-by-step step on how to financially secure yourself as a spoiled girly, so watch it here. The bottom line is this. A core part of the spoiled girly support group is taking ownership of your life, making choices that expand your choices. And a big part of your life is financial security. So I need you to know that there are ways to financially secure yourself as a spoiled girly and that you are perfectly capable of doing so. All you need is faith in yourself, financial knowledge, discipline, and community. So go find your spoiled girly girlfriends in real life and start talking about investing. Now get that bag, bestie.